Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. You're cruising down the highway. Windows rolled down. Tunes blasting from the radio. You're in the zone and living the dream. Suddenly, your car sputters, coughs, and throws a wrench in your whole day. Tow trucks, repair bills, the dream turns into a nightmare. Don't wait until car trouble steals your peace of mind. Visit CarShield now at carshield.com carlson. For nearly 20 years, CarShield has helped millions of drivers avoid the stress of major repairs. They offer plans covering up to 5,000 parts and systems, from your engine and transmission to electronics and more all for a low monthly rate that fits your budget. CarShield plans also include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, and rental options. Get peace of mind now. Visit CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Join millions of customers and contact CarShield now to save 20%. Visit carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. Visit now. Welcome to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. I will remind you that last week, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith um, informed President Trump that he's likely to be indicted on more charges uh, stemming from January 6th. And so I said right away what you would have said. Get me Brett Tallman on the line. Here is a former U.S. attorney for Utah joining us from Salt Lake City. This is, I mean, I'm going to get the impeachment stuff in a minute, but I, I want to get the Trump stuff for, out of the way first. So, Smith, and you don't really, you're not a big Jack Smith fan. Is that correct? Okay. All right. So, I just want the audience, I want the audience to know where you're coming from. I'm agnostic on, on Smith. I, I don't have feelings about him one way or the other. I mean, I need to see, you know, exactly where he's going here. But you're not a fan of his. But that's okay. I mean, you know what the process is. So it looks like now there are three federal statutes that Smith is going to allege that Trump broke. The first one is conspiracy to commit offense or defraud the United States. How would uh, Trump have defrauded the United States? Yeah, Bill, these are, um, these, these are, these are statutes that um, right now the the way in which I understand Jack Smith wants to utilize these statutes is entirely inconsistent with the purpose of the statute. But you just take tell that folks. you fraud the United States. Okay, okay. But that, you get, you're, yeah. getting ahead of, you're getting ahead of yourself now. You're the U.S. attorney. You bring charge uh, of conspiracy to defraud the United States. What does that mean? 
Just give me an example of what that would be. You know, typically an example of that would be you are um, a business that uh, does, for example, healthcare, and you bill Medicare and Medicaid and you receive, you know, funding from the United States, but you turn out to be fraudulent in, in your billing. You overbill the United States, you defraud them, and then the United States come back, comes okay, back so and says, Okay, so it's, a, it's a fi- usually a financial thing. Okay, that makes sense. Correct. Second. Yep. Deprivation of rights under color of law. I have no blanket idea. I even looked up the statute. I still don't know what it means. What does that mean? This is this is one of the um, civil rights uh, package of statutes, and it is meant for an individual to go after law enforcement where they um, use excessive force or they shoot someone and, um, you know, in, in the execution of their official duties, but the individual that they shoot was exercising their constitutional rights. It's, it was designed to go after law enforcement that might go rogue or might not um, you know, treat its citizens uh, mindful of, the, of due process. Okay, so uh, Trump is not a law, well, he is a chief, president's chief of law enforcement. This looks like it's, it's a stretch to try to jam anything in there to me. And we got to wait until if uh, the allegations are put into writing and exactly what they are. But remember, in the Bragg case in New York, we still don't know what law Trump, federal law Trump's. We still don't know. That's right. (laughs) You know. Okay. And the third one is tampering with a witness, victim or an informant. So I guess, Smith, that somebody tell him that Trump called me and said, don't do this. That's what I'm assuming here. Yeah, I mean, it could be the phone call in Georgia. It could be, you know, uh, one of the individuals, anybody, Secret Service agent that he spoke to, whoever they put in front of a grand jury. Okay, but you'd have to have a human being walk in and say, President Trump told me to do this, and I didn't do it. It was a violation of law. So it seems to me that that Smith, he has to bring something uh, because the documents case is so weak. The Mar-a-Lago raid case is so weak. Um, that he has to bring something else. And then the overall plan is keep indicting Trump. You got local New York, you got possible state Georgia, you got federal charges. Just keep it, keep them uh, out of the uh, fray, political fray, by making it impossible for him to function. That's what the strategy is. There's a question of strategies in it. All right, let's go back to, uh, to Merrick Garland. Now, I called him a weasel. Is that, is that unfair? Well, you know, it's not unfair. I've referred to him as a petty, small man that uh, is vindictive. So, you know, in my mind, that that might be Hollywood's, uh, you know, uh, description of of a character that uh, they call a weasel. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, I don't know, Garland, I met him, but but I just to I know what he's done in the Biden investigation. And no question that he's trying to uh, the fix is in. He's trying to block anything. Well, I can't even remember this special prosecutor assigned to Biden's documents near his Corvette in his garage. Can you remember the guy's <laughs> name? Can you remember him? Yeah, no, we didn't. We didn't get so fortunate to have one. <laughs> no, there is one. One was oh, appointed. Okay. All right. You don't even know that. Nobody I knows. Don't even know. no, yeah. No, there, I don't there's even a special counsel appointed to look oh, into. Oh, the... you're, you're you're correct. You are correct on the on the classified documents. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah, I don't know who it is. Nobody. 
Nobody knows who it is. Could be Barney Fife from uh, Andy and Mayberry. Nobody. The guy was introduced and then he just vanished. All right. So we know nothing about that. All right. But Merrick Garland, we know a lot about how uh, the Justice Department operated. The U.S. attorneys, and correct me if I'm wrong, you answer when you were in Utah as a U.S. attorney, you answered to Washington. You answered the attorney general, correct? Well, you do. And uh, you also have the benefit of any any time you want to bring a case in this country and another jurisdiction, you either had main justice uh, prosecutors or you had the U.S. attorney in that district that was going to you know, help and assist and give you resources, especially if, as Merrick Garland claims, that he was to, to receive all the cooperation and, and have the assistance of, of the Department of Justice to do what he thought needed to be done in the case, then uh, he should have been able to bring any case anywhere in the country. Okay. So Garland had the power to do what he wanted to do to shape the investigation the way he wanted to shape it. Wednesday, uh, Hunter Biden appears in federal court in front of a judge in Delaware. The judge could say, no, I'm not accepting this slap on the wrist, two misdemeanors and a felony gun charge that'll be expunged. No, it's not right. The fix was in. What are the odds of the judge doing that? Uh, Bill, in uh, I would say about 600 cases that I, um, you know, observed or supervised, I had a judge do it one time. Okay. It's very, very rare. Um, obviously, uh, Delaware is Biden's home field. Um, if the judge did that, the judge would then be um, obliterated by the, the left and the Democratic Party. So there's all of that. Anyway, we're, we're on it on Wednesday. We'll see whether like that. This is an opinion question. So if Merrick Garland, if it's very clear that he lied under oath in front of Congress, if they can make that case, then he deserves to be impeached. But what about if he, if he just skirted it, you know, just on the outer limits? Would you suggest that he should be impeached by Republicans, and that's what it'll be a party vote, in that case? I think there's justification to impeach Merrick Garland. I think that um, if he's being clever and coy with his words, you know, that's one thing. But there's there's more than that. There's the refusal to enforce the law, uh, in, you know, against the conservative justices, for example, or the targeting of Catholics or the refusal to to protect um, and prosecute those that went after, um, you know, parenting uh, organizations and, and adoption agencies and pro-life organizations. So there is enough that I would think that their tolerance for this kind of behavior by Merrick Garland is, is at its maximum. And uh, it is certainly justified if you ever believe there was a case for it against a sitting attorney general, that would be this. Okay, so the failure to enforce the laws and a failure to uphold your oath to do so. And, the, and what you referred to, I just want to refresh everybody's memories. There were demonstrations on Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh's property. Okay? They were photographed. The people who did it were identified. That is a felony under federal law. That's correct. And none of them were prosecuted. That's pretty vivid. That's, that's correct. And that, you think that's enough to impeach him? 
Well, I, I think you add that to what has happened now, the lies about the, the U.S. attorney in Delaware and, and the scope of his power and authority to bring cases, and then the effort to, to um, conceal what the Department of Justice was doing. And the IRS whistleblowers themselves have um, really blown open the case that Weiss did not have the authority and that Maine Justice was making the calls and they tried to hide it. Okay. All right, Brett, we appreciate it very much. Thanks as always. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, Understand that life insurance gets pricier with age and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 200. $92 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. You're listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. All right, let's go to the media. Glenn Beck and The Blaze. Okay, so Beck, his outfit, uh, keeps a close eye on the Fox News channel. I don't. I, I really no reason for me to do that. I mean, I, once in a while, I'll cruise by there. But to me, it's a different company than when I worked there for more than 20 years. They paid me handsomely. I did my job. I'm glad I'm not there any longer. That was one of the best things that ever happened to me, you know, how it's evolved out of that. So I don't really mess around with them. So, But Beck does. So Beck's people uh, uncovered a charitable thing. That's pretty interesting. So if you give money to a charity and you work at Fox News, the company will match up to $1,000 in donations. Okay, so if you give Big Brothers 5000 then FNC will pop you another $1,000 check, that's 6000 altogether. That's how that works. Anyway, the charities that are approved by the company are listed. Okay, so you know 
Like you can't give the charity money to your girlfriend, okay? So that or boyfriend. Now, three of the charities are the Satanic Temple. I'm not kidding around. Planned Parenthood and the arch leftist Southern Poverty Law Center. They are on the approved list or were. Okay. So Beck breaks the story. Whereupon it's picked up by Newsmax and Eric Boley, who does the 8 o'clock program at prime time. And he invites uh, the late Roger Ailes' widow on to talk about it. Now, you may remember that Roger Ailes ran Fox News and built it into the most powerful news agency in the world. Okay, he died a few years ago. Roll the tape. This is just a betrayal of the Fox News core audience that he had sought to serve for so long. And it's an example of how the Murdochs have decided that they will give us all these reasons why this is okay. And they will seek to have a triumph of reason over instinct. And all of us know that devil worship, gender affirming care, you name it, some of the themes of these organizations that are available to match the donations they are all, they are evildoers. Okay. So, uh, joining us now from Boca Raton, Florida, where he's uh, getting tanner by the second, is the aforementioned Eric Bowling. So, I don't know. I mean, right after you ran your uh, segment, Fox News took the satanic temple off the list, right? Do I have that right? Yep, 100%. We, I spoke to Beck on Friday night. By Sunday, they had removed the Satanic Temple as one of the matching, uh, one of the qualified uh, groups. I won't say charities, I'll say groups that they were willing to match up to $1,000 of employee donations. Um, you know, they didn't take Planned Parenthood off. I'm pretty sure they didn't. And I'm pretty sure they didn't take the Southern Poverty Law Center off either, but also interesting to know. Well, let me just tell you, I on yesterday's show I had the founder of the Satanic Temple on. His name is Lucian Greaves, who said, uh, "Yeah, but you know, who cares? Uh, you know." And I said, "Lucian, you're wrong. There are qualified charities that would benefit from that money." Frankly, I. I was having a hard time talking to him. I didn't think I should even be talking to someone who represented satanic worship, and that's what they're all about. Um, you know, Franklin Graham, I'll give you one, Bill. Franklin Graham advertises on Fox News. You see it every night. That wasn't one of the qualified charities, but the satanic temple was. All right. Now, do you ask Fox News for a, uh, a ply, reply or something? So did Beck, and they, they didn't reply to you or Beck. Is that correct? Well, Beck did. Yeah, you know, we didn't. We didn't. Ask. Well, no, no. Did you ask Fox News for a comment? No, I asked Beck if he asked Fox News for a comment. Okay, so, so they didn't reply I, to I Beck. Him. But obviously, this got into uh, the public, and so they removed the Satanic Temple, and the devil must be mad. Now, there's a rumor floating around that it was Greg Gutfeld donating to the Satanic Temple. Was that true? I couldn't. I can't confirm or deny that. I, I, that's a joke. <laughs> That, that's a joke, Media Matters. We're making fun of Gutfeld. He makes fun of everybody. We can do that. So I don't think there's anybody at, at Fox News who would donate to the Satanic Temple. I could be wrong, but I don't know. But the fact that it's on there, that it's actually in print, 
is just so absurd, I can't believe it. What it demonstrates to me is, it's really nobody in charge, nobody paying attention. Can't be. There just can't be anybody paying attention in this. Come on, Bill. I mean, the companies, they, uh, last year they had a Pride Month. They had a big logo on their screens, and they were constantly talking about, let's celebrate Pride Month. And it wasn't so, I don't know, embraced this year, so they stopped doing it. The the board seems to be pushing into a more woke uh, agenda, a more woke um, editorial, because when you do that, you open up your audience to, to a bigger audience. You you can go grab some MSNBC audience uh, viewers or or CNN viewers because you're, you're not just seen as a center right. I mean, Beth Ailes said it perfectly. Roger Ailes found it. He brought Fox News to prominence under God family, country, and in that order. And it seems like Fox News has lost at least some of that narrative. Well, certainly not as traditional as it was under uh, Mr. Ailes. But, you know, look, Fox News remains number one because it is the only um, major, and Newsmax is coming up. Your program has added a lot of viewers since Tucker Carlson left FNC. Um, but they offer still a traditional approach. As, as long as you have Hannity and Laura Ingram, Waters now at 8 o'clock, I mean, these people are traditional conservative people. And FNC has not interfered with them at all. Where they do, I understand, interfere is during the day programming. And that kind of like different. But I wouldn't say that they're on a massive jihad to get MSNBC viewers bowling. I don't think they're trying well, what, to do what, well, then what would be the what would be the purpose of they don't of, they don't care. See, it's a different thing when you and I were there. when you and I were there, they cared. I mean, yeah, because it was a structure. Satanic, you know, let's let's talk about uh, promoting the satanic temple. We, we get well, our ass. They didn't promote the it. Floor. They weren't promoting the satanic temple. It was just there. How and they you gave, say they're not promoting they gave them it, money. Bill, they would match. They would make a donation, dollar for dollar matching donation to the I, look, satanic temple. Let me explain like to you. Let me explain to you why I believe that happened. So when you and I were there, there was a structure of management with professional journalists. Okay? Right down the list. They all covered news stories. They had been around uh, for a while. They were experienced people. The news gathering operation was fairly smooth. The news came in, guys like you and me analyze what came in. And then behind the scenes, there weren't anybody, there wasn't anybody. I mean, really, I mean, I did a lot of matching over there uh, because I, my foundation gives a lot of money to charity and they were always fine or signing checks. And it was always to the children's or the veterans charities and all that. But now the people behind the diversity people, they've taken a much, much larger role. In that corporation, right. and that's what's going on. Why though? Why? Well, it's where the management, the ownership wants it. They want well, it that okay. way. Now. Maybe, maybe. I, I, I was giving it more. I was yeah, actually giving more slack. I was cutting them more slack by giving them the the business end of it. Like, oh, hey, they, they're looking for a bigger audience, so they're 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 nah, widening. Nah, the, they're they know they're not going to get. They're you're, not going to get CNN or MSNBC viewers. No. They want to lure back the viewers that they've lost. I mean, at 8 o'clock, they're, they're down, we're at my uh, slot, down about 50% oh, yeah. of what it used or to more. do. So they're trying more. to get those people who have fled for one reason or another, 
all right, back. But it, I don't think the Satanic Temple donation program is the way to do it. But, you know, maybe there are a lot of evildoers who, who you know, have Nielsen diaries. Yeah. Well, I, perhaps. I, I mean, I, I interviewed the, this, this guy, Lucian Greaves, yesterday, and I, I literally on air said to him, I, I, don't even, I don't even feel comfortable talking to you. I, I, it was, the guy's got one black eye, one white eye, and he, he's the... These guys like, are all if loons. If, if, if you mean, had an idea of what yeah. the devil would look like, it would right. look like him. But, but again, Bill, I'm okay, fine. I, I, I just believe that their business model has evolved because... Maybe Rupert Rogers gone. Rupert Murdoch may be taking a lesser role. Maybe the sons are taking a larger role. They may be more liberal, more inclusive, more, more into diversity. And that's I think that's what's happening. But I'm also pointing it out because the audience that you developed, Bill, and that I kind of tried to hold while I was there, it's a different makeup. It's a different demographic now than, than what there is. There is no more demographic. About. 25 to 54 gone. Totally gone. Um, let's talk about newsbacks. Um, you guys are facing what FNC faced with the voting machines, two lawsuits against Newsmax. Um, but you're not directly involved with any of that, correct? I wasn't here. No, I was. Okay, I came so you weren't there. The so yeah. that may impact Newsmax if, if they settle or Newsmax settles or they lose in court and there's a big judgment against the network. And... Fox had this big war chest, uh, thanks to me, and I appreciate you pointing it out, of billions of dollars they could pay this off, but Newsmax does not. I'm a little bit worried there that the Dominion lawsuit is going to hurt the network. I'm not being coy with you. It just it happened prior to me coming here. You know, I see what 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 the, the Dominion, but by the way, the Dominion settlement by Fox, $787 million. Uh, is that why Tucker got bounced right after? I, I I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they were thinking about fighting it and no one wanted Rupert up on the stand. I, I have no idea. I, I can't even go because I'm not even involved. I'm not, not even privy to the, to, to the legal machinations at Newsmax. Okay. So, so, so basically, basically, at this point, there's two lawsuits pending against Newsmax. But you're not involved. You're not covering. You're not doing that, right? I'm not even looped in on on okay. the zeitgeist within the office. Uh, it's going to be interesting office. because I think a country needs Newsmax. Um, we've certainly we've certainly benefited. Like when, as you point out, first of all, you peaked. The, your your audience was the top tick on on the audience numbers for for Fox after you left. Tucker built some of what was lost by Fox News, built it back. Um, and, you know, I know Jesse's uh, a protege of yours. He's just not a Tucker, in my opinion. And they, they lost from just from Tucker alone, they lost a million viewers in prime time on average. Jesse brought it back maybe half of that, maybe just a, a, a smidge north of that. But we certainly had no downdraft when this past week when Fox launched their, their new primetime lineup. No, no, I, I, I see the numbers every night uh, and Newsmax is on the rise, particularly your program, which is the highest rated show by far on it. Um, but the country needs um, Newsmax because there is such an imbalance and there is no greater illustration of that than the Biden financial story. Without mm -hmm. Fox News and Newsmax, Nobody'd know about it. 
That's how frightening this is. Yeah, yeah they all want your, your, your uh, talking points, your motto were spot on. Uh, Margaret Brennan is placed in, on, uh, you know, very high profile, important journalism, journalistic seat in, in Face the Nation moderator. And she's like, oh, let's move on. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You pull the threads. A journalist, like a, 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 a lawyer, a good lawyer, will start pulling the threads. So this the, the idea of impeaching, first of all, Margaret Brennan should have been pulling more threads. But, but the idea of impeaching uh, Biden makes sense because in the impeachment hearings, you lean on people. You you talk to people. You find out you have more leverage to talk over, to It'll open some doors, but in order that, to make it legitimate to the American people and not a fiasco like the Trump stuff, which actually strengthened Trump, although it put him through hell, um, they've got to have this guy, Devin Archer, on Monday go in and say, I was there with Joe Biden, and he was talking to Hunter Biden about Burisma, Romania, China. He's got to say that. You don't have that, right. then you can't well, look bring what they're doing. You, you're, you're, you pointed out three years ago, three and a half years ago, the narrative around the, well, Biden himself was saying, I've never spoken to Hunter about That's his crazy. business. But he gets and away with sudden, it. He gets away with it. Well, the goalpost keeps moving, and now it's, well, KJP saying, Joe's never been in business with Hunter. That's quite a far cry from, I've never spoken well, to Well, the combination of... This, which is a major, major story and a detriment to the Biden administration and his physical and mental uh, decline. I, I suggested to the White House that rather than get a shorter stairs bowling, you know, to walk into Air Force One, he should get one of those little elevator seats. You can buy those, you know, you just go, Ooh, you don't have to walk. You don't need steps. those. I, I see pictures of you scuba diving with Holly. No, I have. I have. Oh, is Holly okay? Is Holly all right? Because Holly's all right. She's racked out over here. She fell asleep. I, I see the, the hostage course. videos. I see. I blink twice, Holly, and, and sniff something. Make sure you're actually alive. Holly so. is our big marketer. I'll tell you that. All right, Bowling. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Uh, continued success at Newsmax. And we'll talk again soon, I hope. Thank you, Bill. We'll see you okay. on my show, too, soon. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. 
Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. This is the No Spin News Weekend Edition. So summing up, chaotic day, not a good day for Hunter Biden, not a good day for Joe Biden, but a good day for the United States because now there is no question how corrupt the Biden administration is. Justice Department, FBI, White House itself. There's no question. That's the memo. All right, I don't want another point of view, so uh, let's bring in Barry Covert. He is a criminal defense lawyer based in Buffalo. He's been with us before, very articulate. And I always like to hear uh, views other than my own, unlike most pundits. Am um, I going wrong anywhere, counselor? Well, my understanding from the reporting that I saw is that when the judge asked both parties whether this provides immunity for non-tax charges, which in most instances, this taking a plea to a tax charge would not provide you immunity to unrelated charges, the government said no. And that those investigations are ongoing, which is consistent with what they've said during press conferences, media up to today. The defense, obviously, I'm a defense lawyer. I would like my client to have immunity when they plead guilty to any level offense. And they want I want them to have immunity for anything they've ever done in their entire lives. The defense said, yeah, it's our understanding we're going to have immunity. This is the end of it. No more investigations, not even appears for t- future actions. So my understanding is the government did disagree with that and said, no, no, we've got ongoing investigations. And it's a horrible day for Hunter Biden and his defense team. But certainly the defense team had to know, Abby Lowell is a brilliant lawyer, that the Justice Department was going to say, no, we're not going to stop. They couldn't possibly, for the court of public opinion, say, yeah, whatever Hunter Biden did, we're not, they're not even investigating it now. I mean, that's the ruse here. But to put that on the record, to say, nah, yeah, this plea agreement covers everything. Lowell and Hunter Biden had to know that was never going to happen. Am I wrong? Which, which is, no, you're not wrong. And it's very surprising that knowing that this was going to have the focus and attention of the nation, people in the world, that they did not have all of this ironed out. You get the impression that they thought we're gonna slide in there and take the plea and then take the position later that we had universal immunity from everything else. And the judge wisely clarified the issue. She said, I wanna know what both sides position is on this immunity for unrelated tax, offenses not related to taxes, such as the one you discussed, uh, the ones you discussed that he wasn't a registered lobbyist for a foreign agent. Right. Um, and, and the judge luckily clarified it. The 
They had DOJ. to know that was going to happen, though, particularly if they researched the judge who gave jail time to a person who had a gun and was involved with narcotics. My, my only response to that, Bill, is that that was, I presume, before the recent Supreme Court decision in Bruin, where the Supreme Court said that all these gun laws, if they didn't exist 200 years ago, essentially, not exactly, but if they didn't exist 200 years ago, then we're not going to honor them now. And all kinds of courts now across the country, federal and state, have knocked down almost every federal and state uh, regulation of guns for prior felons that has been shut down by some courts. It's not definitive, but they've been shut down. State laws she, have been shut down. All right, that might be theoretical, but she knew if she let Hunter Biden off on this gun thing, that the press, the right wing press, conservative press, is going to come right after her as a hypocrite. And you know how judges are. They Their reputation. Like they don't like it at all. They don't want any of that. So anyway. No, but- um, legally, what happens now? The Justice Department then has to file for a trial date. Is that the next step? Yeah, but remember, we're only looking at misdemeanors. Even if he's found guilty, it's not the end of the world. He faces a maximum of a year in jail and oh, someone not with no prior record. It's not that big of a deal. But yes, the prosecution is going to ask for a trial date probably way off because they still probably want to work out some type of a plea, work out the right. language. Then if it doesn't get worked out, there will be discovery, but the prosecution already has that discovery. The defense can be expected to file motions, try to have the charges dismissed, as we said, for undergrounds for the Bruin decision, for the gun count, for the for the tax charges, um, and come up with whatever reason they think that they can challenge the tax charges. But more likely, the two sides are going to come together. You you already saw the defense throw in the towel today. They, all, they basically said yeah, they don't want to go to trial. Because it'll yeah. hurt the president. Yeah, the, the, the trial will help. See, we're not going to get universal immunity. We tried. Oops, you we caught can't us. Get it. Right. We'll take this anyway. There's no upside for anybody here. Everybody knows no. Hunter Biden is a grifter. Everybody knows he got off lightly because Merrick Garland is corrupt, the attorney general. Everybody knows that Joe Biden knew what Hunter was doing. We just don't know the extent of that. But they're obviously zeroing in on it. All right, counsel. Very good. I like it because you're pithy. You know, and even I can understand what you're saying. And that's the key to this whole broadcast. Appreciate your time very much. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. 
The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Here's a gem from the No Spin News Vault. So let's go to Monica Crowley, um, who is the former Assistant Secretary of the Treasury during the Trump administration, and she hosts the Monica Crowley podcast these days. So um, it's getting harder to defend your guy, is it not? Well, look, President Trump hasn't been in office, Bill, for two years, and he has spent the last two years trying to bring the truth to the American people. And this Twitter dump proves that Donald Trump has been right about everything when he said that they were spying on his campaign and undermining his presidency and the Russia hoax and the two fake impeachments and then that the big tech was working hand in glove with the Biden campaign and then the FBI and DOJ to torpedo him. So he has spent the last two years trying to do that and now he's announced that he is running again. I do agree with you to some extent that and this has been true for Trump throughout his political career in the last seven years, that too often there are unforced errors. There are things that he says and does that are unnecessary that then create a controversy, a problem for him, legal problem, political problem, you name it. And that's not gonna stop because that's who he is. He enjoys the controversy. He loves throwing grenades into the middle of the the propaganda press to see how they're gonna run with it so he can counterpunch. But I do think this, Bill, and this is where I think I agree with you. 2015 and 2016, when he first ran, he captured lightning in a bottle. And it is very difficult, if not impossible, politically to ever do that again. Richard Nixon was able to do it, you know, when he ran again in 1968 after losing in in 1960 to JFK. But it is very, very difficult to do it, especially in this day and age. It is, but but Trump has a record. Trump, Trump gets a break because Biden is so incompetent and he has a record. So he can he can pivot and say, I'm going to run on my record. This guy is destroying the country. It's not like he doesn't have anything to go to. Yet, as you pointed out, he's still tossing the grenades. I mean, look, when you dine with Kanye West and the other not, what do you think is going to happen? People don't pay attention to the news that much, but they know Kanye West and you are having supper at Mar-a-Lago and they know Kanye West has said some anti-Semitic things. So what benefit is it to you, Donald Trump, to have supper with the man? I mean, I'm just asking logical questions. 
Yeah, and, and you're right. And here's my criticism of Trump. And I consider Donald Trump to be my friend. He was my president and he is my friend. But I will say this, and this has been one of his Achilles heels from the very beginning, is that he doesn't have grown-ups around him who can vet this stuff before it gets to him. And at this late point in his political career, he should at least have that. There should have been someone to say, okay, Kanye West wants to come and have dinner with you. He wants your advice on how to get his career back on track. And Trump, being a good person, agreed to that. But the second Kanye shows up with these two uh, wild characters who should not be dining with the former president of the United States, there was nobody around him to say this is a setup and you shouldn't do this. That, well, that do you, is, but that do you is think that even if there... Do you beginning. think, Monica, that even if there were somebody around and say, ah, it's not a good idea, Trump would listen to him? I don't know anybody who listens to him. <laughs> not necessarily. I agree yeah. with you. Donald Trump considers himself his own best counselor, advisor, etc. Even in the White House, he considered himself that. And while he is the best instinctual politician I have ever seen, and I worked with former President Nixon, I knew President Reagan a little bit, I, he is the best instinctual politician I've ever seen. But Bill, sometimes those instincts lead him astray and it gets him into unnecessary trouble like that dinner did. Well, he has a opportunity now because Musk is going to drop a lot more stuff, I believe. Um, and if Trump would just get out of the way and not make lunatic statements about, hey, got to throw the Constitution out and make me president tomorrow, um, it would benefit him. Because we don't know what's coming, but we know it's not good for the Democrats. But Trump will step on the story and say, you see, I told you I should be president. And that's all the media will report. That's all I report. Correct. Can I give a little bit of a different interpretation of what Trump put on Truth Social, that statement about the Constitution? I know most people are reading it the way you're reading it, Bill, and I think that that's a legitimate interpretation. But I read it a little differently. I heard in, you, you know, Trump is an excellent communicator, but sometimes the language gets a little mangled with what he was trying to say. I think what he was trying to say is that if you have a fraudulent and rigged election, um, it allows for the termination of the Constitution, meaning that the leftists who are trying to destroy the Constitution and trying to tear this country apart and destroy it, that they now have an excuse to continue to do it because they rigged the election. So again, I'm not quite sure what Trump may uh, meant. Yeah, but that's some, that's some political science class, Monica. I mean, <laughs> the, fo the <laughs> no, folks no, aren't no, going to no, go into that. They're just going to hear, oh, now he wants to throw out the Constitution so he can be president again. I mean, it is. I think that's what he meant by that. Yeah, look, right now, Trump's momentum is on the downside. Would you agree with that? I think, yes. I think he's tied up legally. I think he's got all kinds of problems on his plate that he is going to have to deal with. And like I said, this time around is not 2016, where he was essentially a novelty act. 
Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. They wanted to give him a chance and see if he would deliver for the forgotten men and women, which he did during four years in the presidency. But the context has changed this time. The country has changed. The party has changed. We're in a completely different world now. So his entire approach to this run has to be different. I have not seen that yet, but that doesn't mean it's not coming. From All him. right. Well, maybe you can uh, straighten him out there, Monica. Go down to Palm Beach and say, hey, you want to win? Is what you have to do. But he's not going to win as it stands now. As it stands now, election was tomorrow. Doesn't matter who's run against him. He doesn't win. My opinion, my humble opinion. Monica, thanks very much. As always, I hope you enjoy the season. Thank you, Bill. You too. Thank you for listening to the No Spin News Weekend Edition. To watch the full episodes of the No Spin News, visit BillOReilly.com and sign up to become a premium or concierge member. That's BillOReilly.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.